Sunday afternoon, morning, wherever you are, uh, we are back with the Clydesdale Clydesdale Media Weight Loss Journey. Yeah, that's the title of this one. I'm getting too many shows, Cheryl. I don't know what the names are at first. Um, but welcome, everyone. Here we go. I can sound, I can hear from your voice that you're so excited right now. I can tell that you're just, you sound miserable. So you're sick. Like you're not sick, but you're dealing with some funky sinus stuff right now going on, right? Yeah, I said, I announced on our roundtable earlier this week that um, I've been going to an ear, nose, and throat doctor. Um, they discovered that my left sinus cavity is completely closed and my right one is partially closed. And I'm having a CT scan done tomorrow uh, to determine what the next steps are with a follow-up on Tuesday to uh, see how we can rectify the situation. But it's an issue that's been going on for more than a year. Mm -hmm. um, so at least we're finally getting to a place where we're going to get it fixed. Good, 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 good. Well, last week, guys, we were away. And, the, go ahead. And I know this is about me, but we need to update the audience about you because yeah, you're half of this show. I know. Um, we will, but I don't want to start crying just yet. So I have, <laughs> okay. I'm not going to do that. So um, we are coming fresh off of Wadapalooza. Um, so first off, I mean, I know you already broke it down on Roundtable. I'm sure, you know, I, I haven't gotten to listen to your guys' Roundtable this week, but um. In terms of you being out of your routine, being into obviously a different environment, not as a lot of control over things nutritionally, how do you feel like you managed yourself last week? So huh, I had all the great plans, right? And Always. then and then when I went to fly to Miami, the FAA shut down airports and I was stuck in Columbus, the, the Columbus airport from five in the morning until two in the afternoon before I could get on a flight to go to Minnesota so I could catch a flight to get to Miami. So right. I was supposed to be in Miami at like two in the afternoon. I didn't get there until nine 30 at night. Wow. Wow. That's and so airports, I don't know if you've been in them recently, but a lot of the restaurants and stuff have don't open all the time now. Because air travel has diminished enough where they don't open all the restaurants. So trying to find food in an airport is very, very difficult. Yeah. I gravitate towards, and it really depends on the airport you're at, but um, I typically fly Palm Beach. I typically go into like pretty, you know, but I look at those convenience stands more than the restaurants. You know, there's like a lot of sandwiches and like pre-made salads and protein bars. And that's where guys snack food is just as good for hitting your macros if needed in a pinch as like having a full meal. Like you can easily get the amount of calories you need in those things. And sometimes just being a little smarter about like, I guess I'm gonna have beef jerky. I guess I'm gonna have some granola bars, whatever to kind of make, make it, you know, piece things together. It's not ideal, but at the end of the day, it works, you know? So whatever you had to do to navigate through. Awesome. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. the most difficult part was, once I got on planes, it was pretty fast at that point, right? So it's like a two and a half hour flight to Minnesota. And then it was a three plus hour flight to Miami. And the in-between was hustling from one gate to the other just to get on. Like I couldn't even, I yeah. think I did stop to get like a granola bar at a station and yeah. before I could get on the plane, but it had to be fast. And the other thing guys, and this is for all of you guys out there for tips is, you can bring food with you. 
you are allowed to bring food on the airplane. I always bring food on the airplane. You don't have to, um, you just have to have, they have to be able to check it. So you can't bring liquids. You can't bring like, you know, milk and stuff like that, but you can bring a meal. I always, if I'm traveling and I'm going to be at a dinner time plane, I will always bring a meal. And sometimes I'll even bring two meals if I know that I'm going to be out and about, or I'll bring a couple of snacks and they just have to test it. Um, you can also find, like I said, it, I normally will find a yogurt inside. There's usually like some yogurts. Now they've done a pretty good job of making those little convenient stands a little bit better, uh, which is a good thing. But going after the, the trip though, in terms of like the rest of the weekend, in terms of being away in Wadapalooza, how are things in terms of eating there? Do you feel like you ate enough? So day one, I did not. And I reached out to you, um, yeah. telling you that I did a, a very poor job, um, that day. From that point forward, I made sure to eat. Cat made sure I ate. Like she was texting me or yelling at me. Yeah. Go, go to the food, um, food court and get something. Yeah. And it like the one time she took me over and she goes, We're not leaving until you get something. Right. I just wish that, in my opinion, and this is just me, it's like I get it. Like it's a, it's an event and not everybody is like wanting to eat super healthy, but I just feel like their choices were horrible. Like, I mean, I get it. They're probably cheap food trucks. They're probably the, the those are probably the most convenient, but like there's like a pizza one. I think there was a Chipotle one. Um, but there wasn't, a, there was like, well, there was acai bowls, but it was like freezing out. Like who's going to want that right now? You know, but I wish that they could just, I really wish that they had at events like that, a place where people can get something simple. Like, sandwiches like a deli a deli style thing where it's not like this huge shindig you know like i just think that's something that would have been personally in my opinion at fitness festivals i feel like we should be promoting that you know we don't have to eat shitty food just because we're at a fitness events event you know what i'm saying i don't know and it's yeah. not saying that foods are not you know like you know me i'm like if it fits into whatever you know but i just feel like there should be better choices because when i went over like there's like there's not even and it, the food didn't even look great like i wouldn't have eaten that pizza like i'm like I wouldn't have wasted my money on that pizza, you know, you so. know that it was supposed to be like a protein pizza, supposedly, I, you know, I don't know, Yeah. but I, I was, res I resorted to the burgers. If oh, I'm going to like, yeah. that's just what I know. Yeah. And I know, I know what that is kind of macro wise. Right. So it was just an easy get for me. Yep. And they right. actually were really good burgers. Good. Yeah. Um, um and then coming back from the trip, um, you know, obviously super exciting, always, always super awesome. Like all the experiences you got right back on it for day one, but then day two and day three were a little, obviously you didn't track and then back on it again, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, well, Friday and Saturday. So kind of fill me in on how the rest of your week had kind of went. Was it just like the sinus stuff going on and all that? It was all the doctor's appointments. Um, so the, like the, so I had a doctor's appointment Tuesday and Wednesday so I got on it Tuesday, Wednesday, I was at the doctor's for a while. And by the time I got home, then work had backed up to the point where I just, and I didn't like, I ate what I normally eat yeah. like it, and nothing was out of the ordinary. So I just, I, I just was so tired, I think yeah. from everything and so sick. So this is a cool thing we're going to talk about right now. Then is the understanding that at some point you become in tune and you start to learn how to trust yourself. Like you were able to trust yourself last week that you were making the right choices. Like you're like, I know that I'm on track right now and that's okay. Progress, not perfection. Like 
you know, if, if we were like in a situation right now where you're like, well, I'm frustrated, I'm not losing weight, then I'm like, well, you haven't been, you know, super diligent on things. So I can't really troubleshoot things. But right now, your expectations weren't that. And to be honest with you, I'm sure that you were happy that when you stepped on the scale this morning, you are 316.4. So we are down again, which does show that your habits are changing. Your your mindset is in a good place. You're you're staying consistent with your nutrition. How are you feeling about that? I feel good. Um, the biggest pr- hurdle I've had this week is, so this sinus thing induces asthma. And I have been working out at home this week because I'm afraid to have an asthma attack at the gym. Um, and I'm, and I am getting them pretty every time I work out now. Mm -hmm. Um, so I've just been doing them in my house or in my garage, um, just to keep moving. And that's, and, but this is what I need to confess to you is because of that, the intensity is down and I am, probably under eating again because I'm afraid I'm not at the gym working out like normal. I, I know you are under, and, and here's the deal. I don't think you're under eating. So you're not like, like you're not, I don't think you're starving yourself right now. Like, I don't think there's a, there's a big difference between somebody who is chronically under eating versus someone who's like, I'm playing it a little safe because I have goals of weight loss and I don't want to, I want to keep seeing progress and I'm not really quite sure how, the changes in my intensity are obviously changing my amount of calories that I need. I can see that. Does that make sense? Like you're not, I don't think that you're forced. Now you could be wrong. Have you been getting extremely hungry and like fighting it? No. Okay. That's good. It, that's the thing. If you've been like, I am so hungry. I really want to eat, but I don't think I should. That's like where you're like, all right, you've been probably listening to your body a little bit. Um, calorically, you know, like I said, it's, it's really, the main number is, is you've really got to get that protein number up, dude. The protein number is, you know, you're eating, you know, you're tall I mean, you're not short, you're not tall, tall, but you're, you're not short and you're barely getting, you got barely a hundred grams of protein yesterday. Like that's just not enough protein. And that's where, and that's where what you have to understand is like when we're losing weight, we, we want to lose fat. And yes, when you have excess body fat, it's going to be a little bit more muscle sparing. But if you're not hitting the weights like you normally do, if you aren't, it, which I, I'm, I'm assuming you're still lifting weights, but if you weren't, then I'd be concerned about you losing lean muscle tissue, not just losing body fat. Because when it comes to losing fat versus muscle, you have to remind yourself that the body is always going to try and preserve energy. And muscle is an extremely expensive tissue. So in the absence of absence of calories for energy, and we're trying to troubleshoot energy loss, the body's going to be like, hmm, this muscle here is pretty expensive. It's actually requiring a ton of energy and I'm limited on my energy. So let's get rid of a little bit of this. And so you'll see weight loss, but you're not necessarily seeing fat loss. You're seeing muscle loss. Now, like I mentioned, when you do have excess body fat, sometimes that can be sparing because if you have excess, your body will still have plenty of energy. So it won't get that signaling, but you have to be able to, you want to realize, you want to make sure that you're preserving that at all costs. And for immune function, for someone that has a sinus thing going on, protein, protein, protein is the biggest way to help with your mitochondria, immune function and all that stuff, along with vitamin D and things like that, that I mentioned to you last week. So really 
scooping up the protein. You've got to get the protein in. Like that's got to be the priority. And it's, it wasn't just one day. Like this is typically when you under eat, your protein is low. Like if I look back at even the week before uh, Wadapalooza, the week of the second, your protein intake was 139, 133, 105, 154, 107, 132, 85. Then you were off that week after Wadapalooza came, come back, you've got a 153, a 129, and a 103 logged for protein. And those are all low protein numbers. And it's not about you being perfect on macros. Like, hey, all you're thinking is like, my cat is getting into trouble. I'm not even going to mess with it right now. Is got to hit my protein and keep my calories in check. That's really what you got to focus on right now. The macros themselves aren't as important as those two things. So I'm even okay with you under eating a little bit as long as you're getting enough protein. So yeah. I think maybe we should make a number adjustment and just make it easier for you. So now you have... So you have a specific goal and like, it's a range, not a, not a, like a number on the, on the dot, but like a specific number to hit. Are you going to be at the home gym again this week? Um, well, definitely. I have an, the doctor's appointments tomorrow and Tuesday, which limits my um, availability to get to the gym. So I'm hoping that I feel better by Wednesday. Um, yeah. So I'll be home gym tomorrow and Tuesday for sure. Okay. So you're and for Nick, the number was 316.4. Yeah. Because Nick said his phone cut out when we said that before. Got it. Um, I'm going to give you an upper range on carbs of 205 because you've been well under that. Fat, I'm going to keep at 80. And I'm putting your protein to, to 185. I dropped everything a little bit. but And I'm also going to send you a message in the center just so you have it. Your range will be like protein 185 plus your carb range will be like, we'll call it 185 to 205 and your fat will be 75 to 85. So you have like a little bit of a wiggle room there. Um, but I want you getting at least those numbers in. And, and the other reason is we've got a journey ahead of us and I don't want your metabolism to adapt too quickly. So we are, what is it? It's and just so the, just so the listeners know how fast. So Cheryl typed in those new numbers. I already have them on my phone. Like, just so you know, that's how it works with Cheryl. Mm -hmm. Like she says it, and then you get the numbers in writing in her app that yeah. she uses. I try and make it quick. Not always. Sometimes, sometimes I'm not that quick. So I had a client text me yesterday. She's like, you were going to voice memo yesterday. I'm like, shit, I forgot about that. <laughs> so that's what happens. People text me. They don't message me in the center. But yeah, we're going to do that. And the main goal is getting you back to consistency. This is where, and I know you fight this. You like to write things down at the end of the day, figure it out. I use an app called Trainerize, Bruce Wayne. Um, you need to get in the habit of logging ahead of time for a couple of days. It doesn't have to be, you can change it. Like if you change things throughout the day, but you have to have a plan. Your failure of having a plan is why you're, you're planning to fail. And you're not failing at weight loss. You're doing great. But if I want you to hit your protein this week, you're going to have to plan ahead. You're going to have to yeah. at least have an idea of what you're having for protein sources. Otherwise it's going to be nine o'clock at night and you're like, Oh, I did okay today. And you're going to call it. Whereas if you're like, all right, I already have a plan. Worst comes to worst thing that happens is like you change dinner. No big deal. You just change out the protein. Like it's not that big of a deal. So, so Bruce, what I do is uh trainerize is the center. It's uh, my client dashboard where all of their it's, it's linked right to my fitness pal. So all of his, 
his data from my fitness pal for his nutrition comes through there. But where I send all the information, I log his weights and everything like that. I have a graph and all that stuff. It's all in trainer eyes. So it, it syncs right up with that. I use my fitness pal as well. Although lately I've been getting frustrated with my fitness pal. So I've been looking at other resources, but my fitness pal is like the one that I've used for as long as I've, I've used it. So anyways, but do you feel yeah, they've blocked it? They've blocked a couple features now from yeah, the free cool. version. It's just dumb. Everything's for money, right? It's, and you know, what pisses me off the most is, so I used to be able to go back and look at my nutrition from like 2015. Like I could look at all of my nutrition somewhere of last year. They decided to, to do away with that. Now they only allow you to track for the last year. So all of my data from like 2015 is no longer there, which isn't a big deal for most people. But for me, when I'm trying to talk to you guys about how, Hey, at one point in my life, I was half-ass tracking cause I was, and I was getting half-assed results from it. I can't do that anymore, which sucks. And even if I wanted to look back and see what my nutrition was like and how it's changed, I can't do that. So it's, it's just dumb. So I agree, but trainer eyes does have an in-app tracking thing. I just haven't actually used it. Like and I can explain it with it, but you actually can use the barcode scanner and stuff with that. I just haven't really played around with it too much. So I have a couple of clients that use the it trainerize in app and Scott, you're welcome to try it out if you want to, but I've just kind of like, once I've already started something, I don't want to change, but, um, but yeah, so those are going to be your numbers. And then in terms of workouts, um, have you still been getting in the name, same amount of workouts a week or have you been taking back volume? No, I've same number. Um, but I would say the intensity is down, um, yeah. because this sinus pressure is giving, like I have never had headaches in my life and my head hurts. Yeah. Right now. And I, and I, it's the weather here is awful. It's snowing um, or raining like a lot in that when there's precipitation, the pressure in my head is really hard. Yeah. See, I feel for you, man, because me and Bruce, we live in tropical South Florida. And as much as we're living in the sunshine right now, and we're like, oh, it's beautiful out. There's no humidity. Come August, we're going to be miserable. It's the worst time of the year. You have your worst time of the year now. We have our worst time of the year. It's bad. It's it's pretty bad. It's the worst time of the year to work out in Florida because you can't, there's no gripping a barbell. You're literally wearing chalk mud and it's a different scenario. You can't, you're basically going through three pairs of clothes a day. So, but anyway, so that's what we're going to so I do want to say one thing. You know, the goal of this was to lose 100 pounds by the games so that I could move around and do things quickly. Wadapalooza showed me I am making significant progress in that direction. Um, I went back and forth from one end of the park to the other nonstop all weekend long and, uh, and felt great the yep. whole time. We are at 316. So just to kind of put a fire under your ass right now, let's do some calculations. Your first weigh-in was August 9th at 344.2. And August, September, October, November, December, January. So we are about six months in, about half, half, right at the halfway mark right now. And you are at, what did I say? You're 344.2 when you first started. And now you are 316.4. So see if we have to step, step it up a little bit. Minus 316.4. We're 28 pounds. Is that right? Yeah. So that means we got to step it up a little bit because we were on pace. And that means it's like last couple of really what it was. If I look back at your graph, let me just take a look at your graph is it was really 
right around from it's it was mostly the holidays so de from december 7th i don't know if i can if they're going to be able to see this or not but i'll try i will definitely try my best let me see scott here we go um from can you guys see that okay scott oh yeah okay so right here from december 7th where we were on a good place to now is where we've kind of had we probably had some plateauing happen right in this area where you didn't weigh in so that's where you guys have to realize I know it's it's a pain in the ass to weigh yourself, you know, daily. But like you can see, we're making a lot of progress, and then just a little bit of a stagnation here. So we actually, if you want to think of it this way, consider from it's December seventh until really now has kind of been a little bit of a of time where you weren't as focused as you should have been. So we can give you a month off for that if you really want to consider that a month. So that would be the only thing that I would say is we should probably uh, step it up a little bit now. You know, you have nothing. Do you have anything coming up right now where you have to stress about anything? You might have surgery, but that's it. Yep. And in the end of the day is this is like, I'm putting that out now to light a fire under your ass because it's not, it's not telling you that you, you can't still get that hundred pounds off. You just have to hit the, hit the ground running again. It means that there can't be a day where you're like, I'm just too busy to track. When you're focused on a goal, you'll give it all you got. Cause you know, it doesn't require that much effort and time. If you just fit it in, it doesn't the tracking, the food, it's not about perfection. It's not about, even in the gym, getting less intense workouts is totally fine. So I think that right now we hit, we just go for it. No looking back. You're going to become relentless. And that's what coach Cheryl is telling herself right now, every single moment of her life. So that's the goal this week. So I love this idea, Nick. Um, I would be very honored if this happened. Me too. I would love that as well. And it's got Bruce. He does walk a good amount, by the way. He walks every day. Don't worry. I tell my clients if they're not getting 10 K steps a day. They're missing out free fat loss right there. Yeah. Um, I walk my dog a few times a day. Um, but I'm trying to move. Even if my sinuses hurt, I'm trying to do things that aren't like jumping or, you know, so I'm still doing, ring rows in the garage or push-ups or things that I can do. Um, and that's when I use my sandbag a lot because I can keep it tight a lot better than a barbell mm -hmm. and it doesn't jostle the sinus. Yeah. So I still do cleans, um, deadlifts, shoulder to overhead with a sandbag. Awesome. And I, I love the idea of a Clydesdale log. I'd be down for everybody to do, do it. We could do like a live zoom, like, Clydesdale workout or we could do it at the games. So I don't know. That'd be kind of cool. So, yeah, well, for people who don't know, we, um, we signed a, uh, we signed a deal with C4 to be our title sponsor for all of 2023. And we are looking to do events powered by C4 at semifinals and at the games. That's awesome. And some of those events may be, a community workout. Some of those may be an after party, um, depending on what we can get for locations and things like that. So look for those coming up this season. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to also, I would like to do like a small booth or something at semifinals and do something with um, fit body. And I wouldn't mind doing that with Clydesdale, but I, I want to do something this year because 
Uh, I know that you wanted to talk a little bit about me. I don't want, I don't want to talk a little bit. I don't want to talk a bunch about me, but my season looks very different. Uh, last season looked well, different in the right well, way. Well, I want to talk about you briefly and you can, you can, you can do this. I know I want my, my crew, my Calvary, the Clydesdale Calvary to gather behind Cheryl because she is a phenomenal athlete. If, for those of you who don't know, she is a three-time games athlete. Yeah. Uh, 11, 15, 19, 21, four-time. Four-time games athlete. She uh, has almost a detached subscap right now and has to have surgery on Tuesday. So I want you all to get behind her and cheer her on because we want her back and better than ever through her rehab so she can go back out there and crush it again. Um, at, I think the goal is Wadapalooza next year. Yeah. And just, I mean, I, I do want to talk about it a little bit because I want people to understand that this isn't a decision I'm taking lightly. Um, uh, 2018 was like the first year that I started to have problems with the shoulder. And it was, uh, the workout was the open workout with, it was like a hundred double unders, overhead squats, bar muscle ups, a hundred double unders. I forget what the other movement was. I think it was maybe thrusters and then ring muscle ups. It was a, a AMRAP and I had a great score. Uh, but I redid it again because I was one muscle up shy of finishing my second round, which I had finished. If I had finished that one muscle up, I got back on the double unders, which would have given me like a gazillion reps. So I'm like, I got to do it again for that purpose. Cause I'll knock me up on the leaderboard, redid the workout. And when I caught my last muscle up, I caught it funky and it was funky and my shoulder was never quite right. Um, so I, that was open of 2018 Fast forward, it was giving me problems. I got an MRI in 2019. They showed some bicep tendonitis and a possible older labral tear. Had like a paralabral cyst. The doctor gave me conservative treatment, um, did a shot. And like, you know, six months later was, you know, never 100%, but was better. Um, and then 2021, no, 2000, yeah, later 2020, I was snatching in a similar movement pattern of, of the muscle up versus the opposite. And I had that same pain again and it got debilitating and I could no longer snatch for like a couple of months going into my 2021 season. So my goal of the 21, 20, 2021 season was I wanted to compete in the open division um, as an elite uh, competitor for the CrossFit games, but my shoulder knocked me out. I couldn't snatch. So I couldn't do the workout with the, it was like the power snatch box jump overs to finish the, the, so I, literally did great on the other workouts, but I couldn't do that one. So I couldn't qualify, but I ended up qualifying for masters that year. Cause I was able by the next, by the time the masters qualifiers came around, my shoulder was a little bit better and I could do overhead squats. I didn't have a problem with overhead squats as much. I did the snatch. So, and then it was fine. I, I kind of got through it. It was never 100%. It's always been weak. It's never been 100% strong. Um, it's, and so then again, once again, come October of last year, of 2022, I was, you know, hurt my foot. So I started doing a little bit more upper body work. Um, and, uh, sure enough, hurt my shoulder again on a muscle up and it was the same movement pattern. And it just, it, it got worse and worse and worse. And I'm like, to the point where I I've been taking four Advil's every single night to sleep. Like I have to take four ibuprofens before I go to bed to sleep. Um, and I don't talk about it cause I'm like, you know, it's whatever it's me, you know, um, but it's gotten to the point where I can't, I now can't do any of the movements that I want to do. I can't snatch. I can't muscle up. I can barely handstand push up. I 
I should not be doing handstand pushups, but I can, I could still do them. Um, I can't do shoulder to overhead. I can't do, I can't do a thruster with the barbell. I, I, I can't do a 35 pound thruster. I can do that with dumbbells. So when I went and got the MRI report and she showed me what was going on, uh, like it was just, it's basically, well, you can just not have surgery and you're basically done or you have the surgery and you're out for a while, but you're going to be better. And so regardless, I'm out <laughs> regardless, I can't do those movements. So if they come up in the open, I can't do them. Um, and it's scary because I have never had, I've had surgery once before in my life. And that was in 2013, a year I missed the games because I got attacked by a dog two weeks before regionals. Um, and that would have been a great year for me, by the way. But uh, that was the only other surgery I ever had. And so I was down then for quite a while, but I'm stressed about it. Like I'm stressed about just like Scott, you know, I'm stressed about taking the time off from the gym. I, I don't take more than two days off in a row. Like that's me. What am I going to feel like after six weeks of six weeks of not doing CrossFit? I, I can't, I, I don't want to cry, but I've not ever done that in my CrossFit life. I have never taken a week off of CrossFit since I started ever. And Scott knows that. Cause I talked to Scott a lot about my own insecurities and issues and, and stress. And it's because I'm driven to be, a, I want to be good. I want to be better. And I get scared of taking time off. And I sometimes at my own detriment, which if I listened to this problem, when I felt it, I wouldn't have been doing muscle ups that day. And this would not be the case. But then again, I probably would still be facing surgery at some point. It's going to happen. If it didn't happen, then it happened in a month or two. So here I am. And I, and I was supposed to get it done on the first, but I decided to move it up. I, I called her on, on Friday. I'm like, please, can, if you can get me in sooner, I just think that in two weeks from now, I'm going to be an anxious mess. I can't wait that long. And she's like, we'll get you in sooner. So she got me in on Tuesday. So I'm fast to surgery on Tuesday and I'm in preparations today trying to find a recliner because I was informed that I'm not going to be able to sleep in my bed. So I'm trying to find something to sleep in. And that's my short story long of my journey right now that's about to start. And uh, so my plan is to spend this year doing the things that I keep telling myself I'm going to do. Cheryl, go have fun with Scott at the fucking semifinals. Excuse my language. Go to the freaking games and like have a good time. Like experience the community of CrossFit that you are like wanting to be a part of and you can't because you can't do the things you want to do. And then you're going to come back next year and you're going to crush it. You're going to crush it. And I'm just mad because my plan last year was like to take the season off and focus on getting stronger and focus on my mental health and my mindset and all of that stuff taken away by one workout. And it's a reminder to all of you guys out there that if you're not enjoying the journey that you're on, it's not fucking worth it. Because I don't feel guilt. I don't feel a, a bit of regret. I don't feel a bit of regret for all the time I quote unquote wasted last year trying to get stronger only to have an injury. Screw me up. You know why? Because it doesn't matter. Because I don't, I don't, I don't regret any of those days. I enjoyed every single one of those days. So don't ever, don't ever focus so much on the end goal that you're not happy about the process. And that goes with you, Scott, with your, with your journey right now with weight loss. Because if you're not living your life and you're not making experiences and memories. It's not worth it. You got to be committed to the goal, but you got to know that the process to get there is what makes it worthwhile. So that's why I'm not even, I'm just me and Scott are on the relentless journey to recovery. <laughs> there we go. Back and better than ever next season. Sorry. Just had to vent. So um, I got a lot of cheers in the, in the comments. Um, no regrets from Kenneth. 
Well said Thank from you. Bruce. No regrets. You know what that makes me think of, right? You remember that movie, right? Was it the Millers? We're the Millers. Oh my God, it's a classic. That's a classic. I feel like I'm going to be watching that movie this week while I'm sitting there uh, trying to think about my shoulder pain because I've heard that these surgeries can be somewhat painful. Uh, I will say this. I did do some research and as a CrossFitter, I'm like, let me look up some other people that have had surgery. I think Willie Georges, is that his name? Will Willie Georges? Mm -hmm. I believe he had the exact same issue and the exact same surgery. So that was kind of like comforting to know he came back. So, and he crushed it at Wadapalooza this week. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Wadapalooza. I, I was actually watching Wadapalooza again last night when I was doing some zone two work. So, but plenty of that. So might be. next week, next week we may be recapping two surgeries. Oh God. Uh, we'll see. This weight loss um, journey is getting crazy. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um. So we'll be back next weekend. Um. And then for all of you normal fans. Uh, this week's going to be interesting because I got uh, feedback from Dylan Maliski this morning. Him and I have been going back and forth in a text uh, about my comments about Wadapalooza. And it was a great conversation. Um, and I did not believe that my riff would create all of what's happening. But I can't wait to share it with you all this week. Oh man, I'm excited for that too. And I and I got to tell you guys, I love Dylan, man. He is, he has been around this community, and I remember when he was just starting up. But he's just, he's awesome, and, and it's really cool. I, I feel like I grew up in CrossFit, so it's really cool watching so many people in the CrossFit. And Wadapalooza was the perfect example of that. Like looking at all the people that run that show that have been in this community for as long as I can remember. And it's why I'm, it's why I'm fighting to get the shoulder back. So anyways, guys, I'm yeah. sorry going, I'm going to be recording another podcast in a few minutes, by the way. So, um, without further yeah. ado, I'll let you close. And I, and I do have to say, I got to appreciate Dylan for reaching out because not every leader would do that and have the conversation that he had with me today. And it makes me have the utmost respect for that dude. Yeah. And, uh, and I can't wait to see what happens in the future. Awesome. Well, with that, We'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Media Weight Loss Journey.